Hello and welcome to the Science Fiction Book Review Podcast. My name is Luke Burridge and this is a show where I review every single science fiction book that I read as I read it. There's no set schedule. It's just whenever I finish a book, I do the review, stick it up here on the podcast feed for everyone to download and listen to. Joining me today, like always, is Juliana. Say hello, Juliana. Hello, everyone. And we uh, have uh, got a really fun book that we want to talk about today that we listened to uh, while driving around. It was an audio book and uh, I selected it, as I said before, we set off on our, our summer trip to the UK I said I've got a I've got a book that I want to listen to yes um one of our one of our favorite uh, road trips was when we were listening to uh, was it Mark no uh, the, the Martian, Martian. The Martian. Not Mark Watney, no, that's no, the yeah. character. We listened to The Martian together. I was actually saying Mars Guy is what I was going to uh, say. Mars or something. Guy. Um, um, yeah, Mars Guy. Uh, <laughs> and uh, that was a really fun fun road trip. And I said, well, we're driving across to the Netherlands anyway to go across to the, to the UK yep. uh, um, on our UK trip. And uh, yeah, and so we had a book to, to, to listen to as we yeah. went along. But first of all, I just want to say uh, we had a really nice trip to the UK. We did. Um, well, mostly to England. Uh, that's where all of the places that we actually properly visited were in yes. England. We didn't, we didn't, didn't go, go to, anywhere. Didn't go uh, any anywhere others. else. Um, the last episode that we did was recorded in our tent. We mostly camped along the way, and we stayed on a few people's uh, in a few people's spare bedrooms. But it was mostly camping. and gardens and yeah. Well, say so gardens, yeah. yeah. Like my uncle, we he's and got a Bethany. very big. Oh yeah, yeah, Bethany as well. Yeah, we put the tent. Well, she we went, went slept in a tent in a few relatives' gardens as yes. well. Just because, again, moving around, like traveling around a lot, we're not we want weren't wanting to interact too with too many people, but family and close friends, it was all fine with. Yeah, fantastic, really good, and that was actually our honeymoon because it was the first time we it saw was. our parents for two years, and it was the first trip after the wedding. Yeah, the our first trip after the wedding was. We always said that. I mean, I think we mentioned this back in when we got married that like the idea was that we didn't invite anyone to our wedding but we invite ourselves to other people's places for our honeymoon so yes. so we, we went, have the, yeah. the chance to actually talk to them meet yeah. them properly and uh, yeah have so a we good spent time, time with, with them. all our all our different family members um in the uk and and some extra extra friends visits as well although mostly in the end turned out to be family uh, but also some uh, a few close friends Yes. and things like that people who would uh, be uh, definitely invited to my wedding or best man or whatever like that kind of thing you visit that, those kind of people yeah uh, it's a really really good trip out also it was my birthday and I just want to say thank you very it much was. to uh, a science fiction book review podcast listener who wished me happy birthday oh. uh, he says is, this is from Thomas he says hello Luke and Juliana I've never contacted you before but I was compelled to do so after listening to SFBRP episode 412 Verna Vinge, A Deepness in the sky i discovered your podcast early last year and enjoyed listening to them in no particular order the reason i'm contacting you is because in episode 412 a discussion about your birthday comes up and you ask listeners to contact you if they're listening to the episode between the 24th and the 26th of august no matter what year it was so here i am on august 24th 2021 writing to you because i did in fact listen to episode 412 today uh, your podcast 412 now has a life of its own uh, how's that for some science fiction phenomena? Uh, love the love the good work. No, no, love the shows. Keep up the good work from to- Thomas in California. Thank and you so much. There's actually an That's early really an early podcast that I said that I said. Look, in the future, if you're listening to episode sixty one, now is the time to message me and say, hey, Luke, I'm listening to episode 61. And <laughs> so over the years, I actually had uh, in in the SFBRP, I actually, oh no, episode 66, it must be episode 66 here. So um, if I click on episode 60, oh, what is that? There's only, oh, okay, maybe episode, 
Well, that's weird. So uh, I obviously haven't been tagging this because there's only two. I'm a science fiction podcast listener from the future, you know. Uh, and <laughs> it's, it's really good fun. There, there's a few people your, here. Your past self has invited yeah. future people to yeah. our podcast. Yes. Uh, that's nice. And so I'm not sure, not quite sure why uh, episode 66. But yes, anyway, the idea being that. So now I actually, this is actually a bit more relevant because it was my birthday uh, yesterday. Was? No, two days ago. Yes, two yeah, days on ago. Thursday. Yeah. Um, but also it was my birthday on Monday as well. The idea being, or Sunday, yeah. uh, the idea being that now I have two birthdays because of two years ago, I got my German citizenship and it was official on the 21st of August. Yes. And uh, and then my real birthday is on the 26th of August. So, yeah. uh, so that's it. Maybe I should say, if you're ever listening to also episode, what's, what would this be? Thoughts? Oh, I don't even know what episode this would be. Um, so also, yeah, if you're listening to um, episode 464, you can wish me happy two birthdays, but only if you're listening between, on or, be, on or between the 21st and the 26th of August, you can wish me happy two birthdays. Yes. Um, only if you're listening to episode 464, on those dates. Oh, that's So nobody specific. now is allowed to wish me happy birthday. <laughs> no, the only one can wish me happy birthday now if they're hearing about it. <laughs> but nobody's allowed to wish me happy two birthdays unless they listen to this episode, um, 464. Between the um, 21st yeah. and 26th of August of any year. Of any year, but mm. it has to be this episode. Then you can say happy two birthdays. All right, shall we move on to today's episode? Let's move on. So back in 2013, I was uh, I was reading a, um, a blog. No, not a blog, a... Um, uh, a comic, an online comic strip. Oh, a web comic. Yeah, web comic yeah. by someone called Scott Mayer. Scott mm. Meyer, I think. Uh, Scott Meyer. Meyer. Meyer is. Meyer. Uh, let's say it that way around. And uh, he. Does oh, I recognise this. Oh comic. yeah, because I still re- read this to this day. Yes. So this this is a web comic, and he was doing this web comic. Like he, this guy has had a you know varied you know performance life. He was a stand up comic, and then he was doing doing web comics and. Mm. Uh, and uh, and it says how to keep the his comic is called basic instructions and and so there's always like these four panels with way too much writing it's so big conversation <laughs> all the comedy comes yeah. from conversations between two people and yeah. this is uh, how to keep your secret uh, your secret project secret that was the yeah. basic instruction and you read through it all and it re- it's revealed that his secret project is he's written a, written a novel and it says that's right i've written a novel no this is not an april fools joke because this was uh, uh, actually mentioned on the 31st of March so it came out uh, in April yeah. um, it's called Off to be the Wizard it's about hackers time travel and wizards and it's definitely not an April Fool's joke it's available for Kindle and stuff like that I've always wanted to write a novel now I have and I'm ridiculously plow- proud of it I hope you give it a try and enjoy it so I did give it a try back in 2013 Ooh, and I, re- okay. I reviewed it and mm-hmm. would this be here as well look there's even a picture of me holding up the first edition the self-published edition version <laughs> of Off to be the Wizard and I reviewed it okay. um, um, when was this? When would this be? Uh, May 1st. So, yeah, he released it beginning of April. So yeah. I read it in that same month it came out yeah. and did it uh, and th- that as well. And I gave it a review and I don't normally review self-published novels, but this is someone who's, uh, who's uh, webcomic. I really enjoy. Yeah. I enjoy his sense of humor. Yeah. And so I read the read the novel and uh, yeah, and, and I gave it two stars, um, okay. which is a real pity because there was a lot of stuff in it, which I enjoyed. It's actually yes. funny. He's a funny guy. He yeah. writes funny conversations. Yeah. There's some fun characters and it's all good. And the and the setup is very much, very, very much like, I think, the movie Free Guy, which is the new Ryan Reynolds movie at the moment now, which, okay. do you know about this movie? No. Well, Jared, when we met, when yes. we were listening to it, they had just gone to see it. Uh, they they uh, watched uh, it yeah. with, the, with his so friend. So in this, it's yeah. about somebody who realizes he is actually a character in a, a non-player character 
in a computer game. Okay. And he interacts with people who are actually really the like real like players. Okay. And he meets like video game streamers, and then someone comes in, and there's hacking going on or whatever like okay. that. Okay. And that, that very fun. much remi- this is a movie that's out now in 2021. Very much reminded me of the kind of setup of Off to Be the Wizard, which is a guy realizes that he is living in a computer simulation. He's in a he he, he worked out, but he's actually a procu- computer programmer in the computer simulator, and works out that he can actually hack the system Neo style. Ooh. And so he can do magic but he doesn't like to be to to escape notice and escape what's going on he then time travels back to medieval times in this computer game and so then he's in the you know the uh, rpg kind of Dungeons and dragons world and he just lives as a wizard and he discovers other people have similar powers they've also worked out that they can hack the system Uh, and do that kind of stuff and so what actually happens in this novel is that they got this really good setup like a fun setup oh you're a normal guy martin banks or whatever his name is and he goes back in time and then he learns how to use magic and there's a big like three quarters of the book mm-hmm. in the middle of the book are him just doing this loop of him getting to a small adventure learning a bit more about magic and mm-hmm. then learning a bit more about magic and doing mm-hmm. but then no plot progression and then in the last 10 percent of the book they're like oh uh, he's like, all right okay now we've actually got to wrap up the plot and suddenly <laughs> a bad guy is introduced a main thing a big battle and there's a climax and that's the end of the novel yeah and um and so, yeah, I, but I read the self-published version because based, he actually said, based on feedback, I mean, I think maybe he listened to my podcast. I can't remember. I, I, I'm li- literally thinking back like uh, eight years now. Yeah. Um, so uh, I can't remember if he had actually listened to the podcast. Or some, some authors do, you know, when, yes. especially with it's a, a first, uh, you know, a, a first novel or a, a self-published novel. Yeah. Like if I do a podcast about it, it often gets back to the author or they ask about it or whatever. So. So, um, so yeah, anyway, he said, oh, I'm going to make some changes based on that feedback. And then he went on to become a successful author, um, you know, published author. Mm-hmm. Um, he has uh, all of these uh, uh, Magic 2.0 series. So Off to be the Wizard, Spell or High Water, An Unwelcome Quest, Fight and Flight, Out of Spite, Out of Mind, and The Vexed Generation. So there's six six books already in that thing. And oh, he okay. also gave up writing his webcomic because he was then becoming a full-time professional author yeah this fantasy computer game author yes uh, kind of person so the two magic 2.0 is yeah. a, an ongoing series yeah however i still read his his um webcomic every day because yeah. what he did he says instead of just like finishing the webcomic and never doing it i'm going to go back to the start and republish like repost oh. every webcomic from the start of the run right from like 2005 up until or 2007 up until two well obviously 2014 because today's one that he posted or yesterday's one you know monday monday to friday um is also from 2014 so i think i'm actually getting up to the point where i've read through all of his comics all of his daily right. web comics twice through already <laughs> oh, oh you followed uh, along when it came yes, out as because well. also he puts he puts a little bit of uh, commentary underneath oh that's you nice know, this is talking about you know this is a conversation you know all of his web comics are based on conversations between two people where he's the smart ass who comes out ahead in all of the conversations so right. today is my wedding anniversary how long have you been married part uh, part of my gift to my wife is not telling anyone that because it relates to her age that's very thoughtful you know so that that kind mm. of like little like quirky banter, banter quirky thing yeah um uh, and the last and the last thing is sort of like when i told you i was engaged you said i'm sure you'll have a lovely five to seven years together you bring this up every year on your anniversary it's now you've well it's now been over seven times and i've said i'm sorry each time which is the greatest gift of all you know like you know you've got these yeah, conversations yeah, yeah. going backwards and forwards where they're trying to top each other yeah um so uh 
and and actually then the commentary said that is exactly what Rick said when I told him I was getting married in his defense marriage has not been kind to Rick though I can think of a few people including him if you catch him in the right mood who might argue that he was not kind to marriage either you know this is uh, (laughs) a Okay. Uh, yeah. And and the middle two panels are like not not doing anything as a surprise. No surprise gifts. I'd rather not a surprise gift than yeah. a surprise gift. Okay. And uh, so it says, so what are you doing? I'm taking her to dinner at a restaurant with which she is already familiar. <laughs> you yeah. know, like my gift so you to you know. <laughs> is a very familiar meal in a very familiar restaurant uh, for our which wedding anniversary. So again, like these comics are these perfect little encapsulations of a funny little conversation based, maybe based on something that's had on real life or like something uh, that's based on and it's a four cam four uh, panel comic each time mm. which is sometimes one panel too many it always feels like the first three panels are that's the joke and then the fourth panel is like oh and there's this extra joke like literally here you yeah. see there's uh, he's talking to one character all the way through and then at the end there's just a different character turns up for like another oh. joke at the end oh so i see I maybe see. Each, i didn't i didn't maybe see that each panel yes. is a bit too long anyway yeah. all of this to say earlier yeah a, a month ago yeah. Or beginning of August, um, Scott Mayer posted down below again on this little bit below. He says, I've got a new novel out, <gasps> but you can't read it. Oh. Because it's an Audible exclusive. You know, oh, it, you know the is... Audible free library. Yeah. It was a, it's an, oh, what, what do they actually call this when they say this? It's a, a, an Audible original. So okay. it's not actually available to, to read, to, to read uh, outside of Audible. You know, oh, they I do see. this a few times. Yeah. It'll probably be published as an ebook and stuff, you know, in a few months. Yeah. But Audible has it as an Audible original. So in other words, they probably paid for the audiobook production and paid him a lump sum based on then how many people listen to it and whatever. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, that makes so, sense. Uh, so That's yeah, fun. I decided, hey, we're going on this road trip next week. And it's a perfect length. It's a 10 hour audiobook, yeah. nine hours and 55 minutes audiobook. This is a perfect thing. I like this author. Um, my my thing that I should have remembered is I don't like this author. What I like is his webcomic, yes. <laughs> which is bite-sized bits of conversation, funny conversation with fun twists. He also has a series in that webcomic, which is like every now and then there'll be a, a, a comic that's put in about Rocket Hat and the Moon Emperor. And it's like this little sci-fi superhero uh, adventure, okay. which just pops up like every 20 no, comics or yeah. every 30 comics. One yeah. of these will pop up and it'll just be like a little vignette from the longer adventure of that. So he, oh, so he's got his, like, his sci-fi fantasy, you know, whatever speculative fiction little things. I enjoy those little moments as yeah. well so yeah. he's he's got a lot of knowledge and skills in that area yeah. so anyway uh yes so i actually really like this person's writing in webcomic form i really like his writing in his commentary about his webcomics yes and general stuff like that turns out i don't think he's very good as a novelist because yes. we're going to go into talk about this new one um uh, grand theft Ash- grand theft astro and yes. the main framing of this is that it has exactly the same issue as that first novel that yeah. i that i read in 2013 and criticized and then he said i'm gonna go away and fix this based on the feedback and the only possible feedback that i would have to him is like don't start a book and then go into a holding pattern and then have lots of missions all the way mm, through mm. and then go oh i need an ending and then bring something up at the end and then do the end there's someone else who did this with their first novel john scolzi no john scolzi no who's who's scolzi whoever scolzi is is it john maybe and i think so uh 
Yeah, probably. And he wrote Old Man's War, exactly the same thing. A really strong setup at the start. Yeah. And then a loop of like a almost like a groundhog day loop of like go to this adventure, shoot these guns this, at these that, aliens, do this heist, kind of stuff. Another thing, yeah. Another... And then come back yeah. and then do go on another adventure, do this. And then at the end they're like, Oh shit, we've got like uh let's wrap up the book. Okay, this person from the start comes back, this bad person comes in, we have one yep. final adventure which would be indistinguishable from the rest of the adventures, but then that happens to be the last, the last adventure. One. We reveal something and then we can and then we can yep. move on. Yep. Um, I. So. Uh, we listened to this together. Yeah. Of course. We, it was our. It was our. Like, after the f- road like. Trip one. First of all, looking at the um, the cover art. Yeah. Uh, put some certain thoughts into my head. Yeah, the cover art. The just cover to ex- art. Just to explain it is um, someone standing in front of a moon with some rings around it, and she's upside down yes. with a ray gun and sort of like a, a heist bag, bag, you know, when these yeah. like duffel bags that you'd put stuff in, yeah. like there's a hammer sticking out and a screwdriver or whatever, and, and she's obviously on some kind of space station. Yes, and it is not uh, uh, like a, a real, how do you say, uh, a photorealistic thing. It is very much of a like a, a illustration comic kind yeah. of appearance. Yeah. And uh, my first impression of this book, after uh, I'd say maybe uh, like the first, the first big, big thing that happened, yeah, um, was this is a computer game, Mm -hmm. and this is my best advice and best thoughts about this book. This would be a great adventure computer game, yeah, like exactly the kind of thing that I play on. Yeah. Devices. You're going to go here. You've got to find this thing. You've got to meet this person. Yeah. You've got to solve this Do problem. This how to get into that room. Yeah. Yeah. And and exactly that. And, yeah. and this is this is the book. And and I did yeah. not enjoy it as a novel, as a, a reading experience. Well, here's or, the thing. Like, I, I enjoy Like, the, we were both enjoying it quite a bit at the start. Yes. Like, because it, it, was it was fun, fun quirky, and quirky. Yeah. Yeah. Funny conversations, some funny characters that would turn up, and yep. these interesting kind of like very light satire on you know business, and very light satire on yep. corporations, and very light satire on you know travel, you know going around and spending time in airports and yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Um, but then at one point I paused it and I looked down. This was right after the first journey, and I was like, oh look, we are what is it four hours and fifty two minutes into this like book, halfway. Yeah, and no, I actually said. And look, we've got exactly four hours and 52 minutes left to <laughs> yeah. go. And we both were like, oh, yes. oh, we're only halfway through. Yes. It's like, like we both kind of groaned and we're like, oh, well, I was actually enjoying this up until this point. Yeah. And it's exactly the same thing. You said it's like a computer game. Actually, as it was going through, I felt like I was listening to the like the final story like if you wrote up mm. a, a fun science fiction like tabletop like dice rolling rpg yeah. where you've got one person who's the game master and like all right you're like the way that we did it and yeah. uh luke and juliana play D kind of thing yeah. where i was the game master and you were a rogue and we got into some funny situations and yeah. i'd be like oh and this worked oh you actually rolled successfully yes you managed to complete this yes. the drama from that comes from not knowing that if you do a, a dice roll and everything goes fine yeah. you you experience the drama of it might have gone bad. Yeah. But what the prob- one of the main problems is is that this this um, main our main character goes on and does like steals like eight things. It feels like eight things. So yeah. eight computer game levels or eight missions. Yes, eight and missions. In yeah. seven and a half of them, nothing goes wrong at all. Like she just does it. She sets it up. 
I'm going to do this. We follow her through that thing with seemingly no jeopardy because the jeopardy that would come with a dice roll or the jeopardy that would come with like, oh, I've got to complete this level on a computer game and it takes you like four or five attempts. Mm. You're actually feeling like you're progressing, like you are either getting lucky with the dice rolls or things are going your way or you're being clever with your decisions. But that's you as a player gaining skills or making the right decisions and then being lucky with the outcome. Us as the readers, all we're getting is this is a character who is very good at what they do and then they do it in a very good way and then eight times eight times in a row and then there's some plot revealed at the end and we're we're done that's not to say that individually those situations aren't fun like the world building i actually really enjoyed because it's it's the 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 setup is that someone has to go there like it, it said in the future humanity is spread out all across the solar system yes and she wakes up from cold sleep after like arriving. Like it takes a long time to get around. Traveling, yeah, they're traveling around. Places, yeah. yeah. So she she's put in cold sleep and she wakes up and she's like, ah, oh, right, here I am now on Mars. And she goes down to MCOT, which is a you know the it's sort of like it looks like no, it's what is it? It was named after the person who established the city, and then after the um he the the Disneyland resort that it looked for. So yeah. MCOT, in yes. other words, Elon Musk M uh the but Epcot but MCOT. Yes. Uh, so they go down there and then they travel to this wine district you know all of that uh, the world building i thought was really fun yeah unfortunately individually all the places that you visit i can see it literally in front of my eye when you sit in front of your computer yeah and then you travel between places and then you you see the places and you go along and but also that got in the way of the it like the 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 story because Often what we'd do is that she would wake up, she'd talk to a new person, so there'll be a new handler that she had to be introduced to, who yes. is the person who's on the screen who says, right, this is your mission for this yeah. time that you wake up. So we get to know a new one of those each time. Yeah. And then she's like, now you've got to go to this new place. And sometimes she's been there before, sometimes she's never been to before. Yeah. And we get a whole long description of like the new place that she's visited. And then she has to meet her local contact who she's going to stay with or they're going to help and show her around and then we get to know a whole new character in each one of these new places there's only once where she ever goes back and like like meets up with some of these people again or it goes back to the same place so every single one of these missions set up meet no wake up Meet the new person. Who yep. meet the new handler? Meet go the new, the no, new pl- go to the new place. place yeah. Experience the new place. D- describe to us the new place. Meet the new local contact. Do meet the, the heist. Drop off the yeah. thing that you stole, and then move on to the next one. Yes, and. You could have done, like I say, this happens maybe eight times. Yeah. No, no, it must be seven times because it's a week, isn't it? Yes. So she, oh, she has like uh, one. Six. Yeah. yeah. She's. They say. Well, the setup is someone gets uh, is is joining a thing called the the toolbox. And the toolbox is the main thing for some agency. And it's never really explained if this is like, like a government spying, agency or a, a criminal agency or a spy agency or what they're doing. But it seems like she's joining to do good covert things. It feels like, oh, we're the secret we're the secret agency which can get rid of the bad guys like extrajudicially, mm. like in secret. So nobody knows that we have thwarted this plot against the president or nobody. Yeah. Nobody knows that there was going to be this big, you know, very dangerous thing. But we like sneak in there and get the thing yeah. at the start. 
start and you know the first thing she has to recover some mind uh, mind control technology that doesn't work but you know the whole thing is set up you know the, that first opening thing I was really into it because yeah. it was also commenting about science fiction plots like yeah. oh mind control that never works, never works. we're <laughs> almost there with there we almost do it within five to ten years we'll have got it oh just we're just on the edge just give me you know this uh, there's actually some fun you know science fiction satire at the start yeah there. absolutely and in that mission our hero um it bad uh, is she is she's infected with a virus that she's only got seven days to live and then what they do is they wake her up um every like each mission takes about a day so they wake her up and say oh we actually need to, to help you get your better like you we need this genetic information yeah so go into this place and steal this genetic information yeah. and you and do then- it for yourself Yeah, you're doing it for yourself. You we need you to, to do get this. The cure. And and then she goes back to sleep, and mm. then she wakes up. But she because she's only got seven days to live. Each one, all the time that she's alive, she's using up her precious life. Mm. And then she's put to sleep for to a few months to a few years in between. Yeah. yeah. Um. In in between each because time. Because when when she when she's in cold yeah. sleep, the virus doesn't progress. So yeah. it's like putting on hold. <laughs> yeah. So the setup I thought was really good. Yeah. If I was playing a computer game or if I was exactly. playing a tabletop game. Yeah. But as a novel, it doesn't work. The looping the time the like groundhog day like looping nature mm. of every time you know you write the same wake up thing she opens her eyes she's got this cold stuff going along and then she gets really warm and sweaty and then she turns on her you know her gargles her gargles which are the uh what is it the AR goggles so it's goggles but with AR in it it's a yeah. augmented reality game. so it puts on the goggles yeah. and everyone else has got the same similar kind of technology which is like clipping to something to their face which is called the brow um It, but again, this the world building is set up that like, oh, this is the new thing. I've got the old thing. But then ten years goes past because she's in and out of cold sleep for this entire time. Yeah. And no technology nothing changes. Nothing progresses. Nothing, nothing There's changes. There's the one place that she goes back to, the pendulum. Like, mm. oh, this is slightly different. Oh, yeah. And also these places that she goes to, it like I say, it doesn't just break the story. Like, it doesn't just put breaks on the story each time she turns up to a new place. Yeah. And you've got to be to describe the local delicatessen, uh, like the, deli- no, what was it? the local delicacy of food yes. or the local wine the local or, you know speci- special things yeah speciality yeah. Um, and all that kind of stuff but also within those there are bits which would work if it was just a detail in the background of a video game yeah. or in a movie when you're walking through and someone looks up and there's a big screen and there's like this mean sheriff on it like hey I'll do this but because he wants to, to you know to actually flesh all of this out it's all of those things are described in long details so even yeah. the bit where you're like no just like even in this bit where the story isn't progressing and you're holding up the story to do this description you're also then holding up the description to do jokes individually the yeah. jokes are funny yes but it's all being everything is being held the accumulation up. of things all right yeah. i'm going to get more into some uh, the, the pacing issues as well in a bit but let's okay. let me head over to my notes because i just want to say in the setup to this right uh, have i have i missed anything uh looping plot goes nowhere yeah wake up all right So um, the other thing that I want to talk about is the actual, like our, the, the setup and the main character. Yeah. Unfortunately, the setup, it's set up in that first, like, 10% of the book or even less and we both looked to each other and said oh I bet this is actually what's happening and then the entire rest of the book goes all the way through another 80% of the book yep. nothing happens and the pr- plot isn't progressed at all and then at the last 10% of the book what happens is it's revealed that what we thought was there in the first 10% is the case yep. and 
then that's it. Yeah. And we yeah. haven't actually got to know anything more. Nothing has actually happened. Like things, no. ha- things have been going on. There things have, been have things happened, but there's but a the overall yeah. Thing. There's a difference between stuff happening and plot. Yeah. There's a difference between stuff happening and story. A story is you know like a journey that someone goes on, and she's going on lots of journeys. She's going yeah. everywhere in the solar system, yeah. but she's like it, there's no forward progression. Yeah. Um. And yeah. that. Especially that fact made me think of, I doubted lots of times along the way, I thought like, ah, is this a young adult book? Mm. Because this is what happens a lot in young adult book, books. Yeah. That like, we, I read it and I, I'm kind of like on this uh, edge of, okay, this is too too focused for children, like, yeah. how, like children's brains work or something. But this is clearly not uh, a young adult's book. Yeah. But it gave me so many Here's the different thing. Don't make vibes. apologies about the book. If it's just a bad book, you don't have to say it's, it's a, a bad book. So it reminds me of young adult books. No, it's just a bad book. Like it's not well plotted. Again, the setup is strong. The ending could have been strong if the ending, if this ending had come three or four hours into this audiobook, yeah. we'd have finished it up and we'd been like, that was fun, that yeah. was frivolous, yeah. it was fine, the comedy kept all the easy, way through. Easy listening. We didn't find very much about our main character, but it's fine because it's like a you know novella length, the throwaway kind of thing. And we'd have been like, yeah, three and a half stars, good, whatever. Yeah. But it's the fact that the the fun beginning was separated from what could have been a fun ending by like another seven and a half hours of audiobook. Yeah. It means that when we got to, literally at that halfway point, I'd been mostly enjoying it. And then I was like, all right, halfway through. I didn't realize we were halfway through because, of course, we were doing this long, we, we did these long road trips, like long yeah. driving across all yeah. across Germany, Germany and the Netherlands. Yeah. And a bit in the UK, some, you know, motorway journeys in the UK as well. Yeah. So I, we were just sort of like, oh, put it on. It's fine. But then as soon as I realized, oh, we're halfway through, there's mm. still another half of this to go. My enjoyment started decreasing. And every time she woke up and the plot and every forward momentum just screamed reached to a halt again it was like oh and then it got to the end and i said we were like half an hour before the end or was it like 45 minutes yeah and i said and i was like we don't have to finish listening to this yes i was it got so low it was so dreadful at the end like it was like um do i like i was really thinking do i really want to get myself through the last bits because they were just I don't know. I yeah. just felt like I know what you really, mean. yeah. <laughs> I know you, you're struggling to find words. The word yeah. that I said yesterday, yeah. like, because it was like coming up to like midnight or whatever, when we finally, you know, because we set off a bit later from France or from, from Folkestone to get yeah. across that we yeah, wanted yeah. to. But it was nice to have a nice breakfast with friends and things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was almost midnight. And I and we were 35 minutes from the end. And I say, I have never been as close to an end of a book mm-hmm. as this and felt like just abandoning the book and just being like, actually, no, I don't want to listen to the end of this book. Yeah. And I'd listened to nine and a half hours <laughs> of the book and it was 35 minutes from the end. Yeah. And we were this close, like yes. this. I'm holding up my fingers now this close, like a centimeter and a half away yeah. from just going, you know, what? just not going to bother. Yeah. Like, I just don't care about no. this anymore. And I, I could have cared. But as it was being revealed that actually what we had suspected, 10% of the way into the book that was actually the plot yeah. and the clumsy setup of what like who the reveal uh, of who's yeah. this person where's this and person I didn't oh, care. Kind of, I just 
did. It's not, not that I didn't just care. It's not that I didn't just care. But <sighs> at that point, our main character wasn't doing anything no. because these other characters, she t- she she was turning up in places to like, all right, now I'm going to get here and I'm going to solve it. And then she would turn up, and there was literally a gang of friends that she had made, and they're like, oh, we got here in advance and we just solved and it we all for you. It, we helped it out. for you, and we've discovered all the things. And she's like, oh wow, how did you do that? Well, we're computer hackers now, and we've just we just solved it all. So she turns up, and then she's like, right now I want to have a final confrontation with this, and it's going to be really difficult for me to get there. Mm-hmm. And we've been doing heists all the way through, and we're like, oh, this is going to be the most epic the, heist. The, the big this heist. Is like, this is going to be the thing that really proves itself at the mm-hmm. end. Yeah. And they just sort of like, oh, we've just made you an appointment, so just go along, and your appointment is yeah, there. And, there just... and then and then that appointment was held up by oh. a funny conversation. And but was it, was, it funny? It no, was just. It wasn't. Oh. It wasn't funny at that point. No, anyway, really wasn't. And then at the end, like all like all the way through, at the end, you think, oh, this is where she, it's going to be. This, you know, this, you know, one-on-one showdown between her and the general contractor of the toolbox. The, again, this toolbox is actually really. It's really that, funny that, yes. when at the start of the book, it's like a quirky kind of like satirical take on a spy agency. Yeah. That everybody is called a different tool that you would find in a toolbox. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And there was saber to- saber tooth tore. No, what is it? Saber saber saw. Saber and saw. Jackhammer and uh, you know Bob, something with Bob. ball peen Hannah. Yeah. I don't um, know. You know something. You know, Lots ev- of different. Everyone things. has like screwdriver or you know flathead screwdriver. You know all of the different agents and people you meet have these different code names, yes. which is really fun yeah. when they're introduced. Yes. Um, uh, but as it goes through, you're like, oh, this isn't actually adding anything to it. It's sort of like it's just a funny, like nothing. Yeah. Anyway, didn't work. Really, did, did, really didn't work. Really didn't work. But again, at the st- in the first half of the book, it did work. It, it was strong because like, it was all new. It was all new. And also at that point, we still kind of cared about yeah. the the character and what the, yeah. the incentives were. Meanwhile, and keep further yeah. going. Mm. The incentive just got weaker and weaker and weaker for me. Yeah, it did. Because and then at the, the end, none of the motivations made sense. They were no. all revealed to us. So we never actually worked out what the toolbox was, who the toolbox, like if it was a just a criminal agency or was it a spy agency? Like, or and it, like this this rich person yeah, setting like it, it was, up yeah. for uh, to I don't know. Yeah, and it had yeah. lots of money, like unlimited amount of money. No, but but it sometimes didn't. it didn't have unlimited money. But then it actually, at the end, it did have unlimited money. Yeah, but and then they had to do all the heists to get yeah. all the money. Yeah, and, and it's really uh, wishy-washy. Yeah. But then the main character is also a really wishy-washy character too. Yes. Because she turns up, she's already a, already a legendary uh, cat burglar, like thief. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, heist puller, whatever you want yeah, to say. Yeah. She works sneaks alone. In, sneaks she in. does something. Allegedly. It's not allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, so it, there's this it, one joke that goes all yeah. the way through that she's never been caught and she's never been successfully charged with the crime and never been taken to not even not even to jail. She's never nope. even been taken to no court. No proof. Because because she her can't name be connected to anything. Brangelina Baird. Um, yeah, and that was a chuckle worth. Yeah. Look, there, again, there's lots of funny things in this. That the main character is called Brangelina, hmm. and it's the, in the book it's never explained where Brangelina comes from. And there's quite a few references like that, which are just references, but then never really explained. Which is, I think, the best kind of reference. You know, this is a, a very kind of Ready Player One adjacent world that he yeah. is writing yeah, in. Yeah. And Ready Player One is sort of like, and here's a reference, and now here's a footnote about what that reference is, and now here's the character explaining why they really like the thing that that yeah. reference. None of and I think, none of that's I in think here. that's really strong because if you're living in the future people do not explain because for yeah. them it is a, like a oh the the parents just 
just yeah. that was just the name. It's like the YouTube video we saw. Nobody knows why everyone's called T- or loads of girls are called Tiffany now. Yeah. Um, whereas if you actually do a dive into where the name Tiffany comes from, it's possible to tell that. So Brangelina yeah. would be the same kind of thing. It's sort of like, oh, that's just part of the world. Yeah. MCOT is just part of the world. It's sort of like a throwaway reference and then we move on. Yeah. And um, that's just what people in that world, people are living in that world. And for them, that's just a thing that happens. So here's a question. Hmm why do we care about her? Because she's in this moment of peril at the start. But we never learn anything more about her personality except by her doing heists. Mm. And then we never learn anything more about her backstory except from her telling her backstory. There's no flashbacks. And then there's nothing here and there. And then like right at the very end when it was getting bogged down in this situation, someone says, oh, there's this legendary thing about this jewel that she once stole, you know. And Mm. then they tell the story that like that story should have been at the beginning of the book, mm-hmm. you know, and the joke mm. is that there's a jewel which was so expensive that the person who bought it spent a lot of money. More money. No, yeah. On the security system, yes. she spent, he, he spent more money on the security system for the jewel than the jewel was worth itself. Yes. And then, she, and then the jewel heist turns out she went in there and she didn't steal the jewel. She stole the security system. And why did she steal the security system? Because the security system was worth more than the jewel. It was. And I'm like, you've told the joke wrong. And normally I'm really impressed by Scott Meyer's joke writing. And here he did it wrong. What you do is you talk about the jewel and you say, oh, yeah. And it had a really expensive security system that you set up. And it should have been the security system being framed as expensive should have been framed as it was the most difficult thing to steal because the security system was so strong. And then... She leaves the jewels, takes the security system. Why is that? Oh, it turns out the security system was so strong, it was worth more than the jewel that it was protecting. And then you're like, there's the punchline. But we'd already been told the punchline twice, once earlier on in the book, and then like a minute before the punchline came along, we already knew. And I was like, oh. And also, this was in the last hour of the audiobook, which was then dragging it down. I was like, you can't be doing fundamental character introduction now. story telling at the end where it was supposed to be like exciting and yeah. like on the highest point of we should be ramping up to the yeah, climax yeah, that's yeah. what a climax that, is there's a just, ramp up to it it like, takes a while to get there it was like feeling a bit like a an, like a, you have a balloon yeah. yeah and then you 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 deflate you, the balloon you deflate the balloon by pulling it tight and it's a really high yeah but first it's a really high pitch noise because it's a lot of oh, yeah, air yeah. pressure it's like and then it goes off and it goes like and then you stick a pin in it and instead of it going pop it goes, it goes a, it just goes like that and yeah. that's what this book felt like like yeah. the first part was him blowing up the balloon and the second part was him holding the balloon for as long as possible but air was escaping through his fingers the author's fingers this yeah. has got my head and then at the end he starts letting out in this big raspberry and then he hits it with a pin and wonders why it doesn't go off with a bang yeah. you know yeah. um, and, also at the very end Brangelina she's got this brother who's like a main like the second biggest character in this book all the way who through regularly appears yeah regularly appears yeah. suddenly it's only in the last 35 minutes of the book where they actually have a confrontation and actually get to the heart of what their big, like all of their history that he felt abandoned and all this kind of stuff. Like this is fundamental character building stuff about what the dynamic of their family is. This should have been in the first quarter of the book. I did like these kind of little bits about the main character uh, appeared during the book. I did not like that on her. I uh, also thought some of the the character building in her were kind of like like in some places she's very uh, very 
um, confident and very she knows how, what she does and how she does and whatever. And then yeah. there are situations suddenly where she behaves the opposite yeah. of what her character was just presented because we to need us. Some, just because suddenly we need some drama in this point. She yes. needs to be afraid of something just uh, for that thing to be shown as yeah. being difficult and, or and dangerous. And some of them was not cohesive with the kind of person she was presented to be and with the kind of knowledge. And uh, like at the end, there was this one situation where she was just behaving dumb. Yep. She was just d stupid okay. suddenly. Yeah. Here's the thing about the main character. Look at the, the what's on my computer screen here. What is that? Just explain the, it to, to the, the people. The, the, the webcomic yeah, with the, the way, four panels. Okay. And look at this people. guy here. This yeah. is... This is Scott Meyer. Scott Meyer. And now look at your page, like which you've got the Scott Meyer yeah. author Wikipedia page yeah. up. He literally... I it's can the same guy. His webcomic is really funny because it's a self-insert. Like it's bio, it's autobiographical. Yeah. You know, yeah. he is he's literally saying this is exactly what Rick told me when I told him I was getting married. He is recounting things in his life from working in an office and being an office manager in his life. And yeah. also he worked at Disneyland and, he's and he talks about stuff. He also talks about like in the comic things that came up when he was a stand-up comic. Mm. And then I guess also, you know, a bit of him being an author and yeah. working on, you know, sitting down and working on an author. Like... What he's writing about in his webcomic is funny because it's okay to be a high status elitist jerk or a like have a thin like it doesn't matter that he is, you know, a bit unpleasant because he's in a world where he's like working, you know, his boss in his work is really unpleasant. Mm. And even though he is an unpleasant person and a sarcastic person and ridiculing people around him, he's like this underdog who is it's fine for him to be in that position. Mm. But now he's writing a woman who is at the top of her game, super high status. Yes. And when she says things and is like snarky about stuff, she just comes off as like unpleasant yeah. and not not a nice person and then I'm like other people suddenly like especially by the end of the book they're like oh let me help you out and doing it I'm like what do you care about this person yeah. like just because she's a famous cat burglar that everybody knows is doing the crimes she's not a pleasant person to hang out with no. she doesn't have actually any personality traits of her own also, except being want... very clever yeah also she she puts it like in that in these kind of situations I was reminded a lot of when we talked about Sherlock Holmes like the yeah. BBC uh, show yeah uh, and 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 you said, oh, he's just not a, uh, he's an arrogant. Uh, yeah. uh, but it's okay to be arrogant yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Like, and it's, again, it, it's just her character of being snarky sustained the first half of the book. Yeah. And then it actually goes, right, now what are her character motivations and what does she actually want from life? Yes. Just doesn't make any sense. So anyway, no. that's what I just wanted to say about it. It's like, she is a self-insert character, but she is not now a 50-year-old bearded guy um, who <laughs> used to work at Disneyland who, and had no. a a boss who you know didn't like him and all that other kind of stuff and is now a successful author yeah you know with you know audible exclusive audiobooks and whatever yes um so anyway let me get down to uh what i think is the main issue with this is that the or one of the main things because we have this recurring plot structure that she wakes up she's on t she's on the clock she has to do the job yeah there is no downtime in this novel. In fact, there is one bit, which I'll get to in a second, mm. but there's no downtime in the novel. And the yeah. way that you, like when you're watching Ocean's Eleven, the way that you actually get to know the crew is when they go out and like, when they hang, hang out, out together. And, and when they plan it and when you yeah. see them planning it. See and, them planning uh, it's a crew. Yeah. And you're like, hey, I quite like Danny Ocean. And they're, oh, Brad Pitt's in this one. And there's yeah. this other guy and yeah. there's this other person. And they get together and they eat, you know, they go out for food together yeah. and they're hanging out by the pool together. In fact, I don't, I, 
I've not seen Ocean's Eleven uh, recently enough. But this is what you want. You actually want to spend time hanging out with your main characters. Yes. And you don't need eight heists in a heist novel. You no. actually want kick it off with something good at the start. Yeah. You know, something explosive at the start. Hang out with the characters. Yes. Get them to do something low stakes. Hang out with the characters a bit more. Get them to do something high stakes. Yeah. That's all you want. Three You big want things. to actually see them planning the stuff. No, but here's the thing. Sometimes it depends what the heist well, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Ob- that's se- that's a separate question. Yes. If the hang the good heist movies or stories, it's you see the planning process and by them planning, you get to know them. Yes. Like in the like uh, in the I can't even think about what it. Oh, the the Fast and the Furious yes, uh, movies and the fifth one like, like that. Yeah. You're like they're hanging out, they're driving around, they're going out to get the cars, and it's lots of hanging out. It's all yeah. the family stuff, and that's the reason why we care when Dom and the crew go and have a crazy car adventure because yeah. so, we've hung out them uh, hung out with them a lot yeah. it's not like car chase one car chase two car chase three car chase four car chase you know you can do that you know it, it's possible to have movies which are like you know some jackie chan movies are like oh mm. uh set up and fight scene and yeah. then the next scene is a setup and, and another fight scene. scene and it's fun because yes. jackie chan we is a good visual storyteller no and also we've got to know him from his previous yes. movies yeah that too. <laughs> like, that too. we're already rooting for him because yeah. he's jackie chan yeah um so yeah there's that kind of issue in this book there's none of the hanging out either while planning the thing because you never see her planning it nope. um, she never needs to work but she works alone yeah the other key thing about this is that um, I always know when something's going to go wrong in one of these cat burglary heist stories either movies or whatever and you know when it's not going to go according to plan because if you see that, and I read this somewhere I heard this on a podcast a writing podcast years and years ago like 10 years ago or whatever yeah and it's if you see them planning the whole heist meticulously all the way through and you know all the steps yes you get you get like the benefit of how clever they are and all the training yeah. but you know something's going to go wrong yes because the drama they it's going to go right but then it goes wrong yeah if you don't see them planning every step if you kind of just know the kind of things that are going to happen like there's going to be some lasers mm. and there's going to be some cars mm. and there's going to be something underwater but you don't know what those things you don't know how they fit together you don't know what order you're going to be yeah, because the, the, the joy us by missing you yeah. you're, you're missing information yes. that then can be filled in any Anyway. Yes, and but the point is you get that filled in with the successful execution of the heist. Yes. You're like, oh, that's why they were training the lasers. Oh, that's why they were holding their breath underwater. Oh, that's why, you know, the crew, that's why he was setting that up. And I was wondering what he was doing that whole time. But then in the end, he pressed mm-hmm. that button and opened those doors and then they come out and then you know, whatever it's going to be. Like, you know when something is going to go wrong, when everything is explained, because then the drama comes from, oh, it's gone wrong. How are they going to get out of this wrong situation? Yes. So the t- the two one and a half times that things went wrong in this book even though one time when it went wrong she was reli- she was actually relying on it going wrong she was relying on being double crossed at one point yeah. um, to be able to get out of it but you knew that it, she was going to be double crossed and something was going to go wrong because she explained in detail what she wanted to happen Yes. And then every other time, in, and then another time in the book, she says, oh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go in and it's going to work like this. All I have to do is pretend to be this other person. I'm just going to go in disguise and pass myself off and then, you know, yep. steal a vehicle and escape. And you're like, well, this is the one where it's all going to go wrong. Because if it's that simple, we know that there's no drama in that. It's not going to go right. This is the one that's going to go wrong. So again, it's a, it's not, this is not a specific thing from Grand Theft Astro no. uh, of this novel. It's a, it's not a complaint. It's just, 
once you recognize the pattern, you're there like, oh, a, I'm yeah. going to get this kind of enjoyment out of this heist, yes. or I'm going to get this kind of enjoyment out of yes. this heist. Yeah. This book, because it's like seven heists in a row, it, it's kind of driven home that there isn't enough drama from seeing her do it because she's got magic technology, which only she in the world, she invented magic technology. <laughs> and then she's the only one in the world to, to, yeah. that it works for and yeah. ever knows it exists and she keeps it secret. And I'm yeah. like, you know, you've actually got some of the, like some of the best technology that you happen to have invented in your spare time or your, in your father's garage or whatever. Yeah. Like this Nobel Prize winning level of magic technology that you've invented here. And you're just keeping it a secret from everyone just so you can do heists a bit better for them. And all the way through this, if you actually just said to the world, hey guys, everyone in the world, every, the whole population of the entire solar system, yeah. I have got this thing wrong with me. There's a secret organization that's doing this. And my gift for you for helping me solve this when I'm on ice is here's this amazing technology that would solve thousands of different technological issues in the world. And yeah. But here's the thing. With science fiction, I'll always give, and with a, like a superhero story, which is a bit, this is a bit superhero adjacent Ish. as well. Yeah. Um, certainly like super spy adjacent. Um is that I'll give everyone one of those world-changing things that someone's allowed to keep secret, which then uh, is kept secret. It's for and them. It's for them. And it's, 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 it's crucial to, for their character. It, yeah, and it's to make them special, and it's sort of like a signal, that they're a sign that they're really clever, you know, and all, every no problem with all of that. I'll give yeah. every book one of those fundamental things to say to them. Unfortunately, this book also has like three more of those, which just pop up. And well, actually, the one thing, the cloning one, which I don't want to, you know, get into too many spoilers, but there's a there's a whole cloning storyline in this yeah. subplot in this. And I was like, look, if that technology was also uh, possible for what's going yeah. on now, yeah. that is not just world changing, that's like universe changing. Yeah. You can't go to sleep for two years in in cold sleep and then wake up and then that, that and then multiple people having not won Nobel Nobel prizes also not impacting the world in the craziest. <laughs> craziest possible way like you have got universe breaking technology as a minor subplot in yeah. this book yeah and it's not even a minor subplot it's like why aren't we it's... hearing that person's story why do aren't we getting brangelina's yeah, and... st backstory like why didn't we start off with her doing this thing that like i don't know it's just bad it's just a bad book now i just want to put point down um, to hmm. uh, uh a few little things Prybar, I said, OMG, Prybar is the most annoying person ever. But again, only there for a bit of time and then disappears because you know that you're going to meet a new character. They're only going to be there for this chapter or the next, like this day of mission. Yeah. And there's some, there's a, a fun, uh, uh, two fun swearing things. One is, of course, I I'm, I always appreciate someone coming up with a, 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 a fuck replacement swear word. Uh, and this in case was feek. That was... Well, I was so, it's so annoying. close. Yeah, so annoying. Yeah, because it's so close. And it's not disguised feek. at all. Yeah, it's, it's like feek instead feek. of fuck. Yeah, like it's not disguised. Uh, but here's the thing: what I did like was saying, "Oh, that person is an all caps jerk." In other words, instead of saying that person is a fucking jerk or a total, you're actually saying is an all caps jerk, yeah, which like, I actually quite like in a writerly kind of thing. Yes, because. Like, on the internet, this is what you like. Yeah, if, sort of if like, it's that, like no, really... but just to say, like in the way, same way that an internet abbreviation, which is sort of like, lol, lol, lol. You know, you actually hear people say lol. I probably say lol, but you know, in that ironic way that you use language until you realize, oh, I'm not using it ironically. Now I just say lol when something That's dumb just happens. Come to my like, uh, fail, vocabulary. You know, just... Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, but I just like the idea of coming up with a new swear word. Well, not even a new swear word, but like a new, someone says, oh, what an all caps disaster. You know, yeah, that kind I of like thing. I like that one. Yeah. But this feek thing. Yeah, no. But I'm just oh. saying there's, there's again, there's two ways of doing this. And this is why I thought this was a young adult book no, at the beginning. I, because be honest, I was like. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Karen. Like for me. Oh, the swear word replacements. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean. Here's my point on this. I think the feek would work in text. I, I think the issue is the audiobook narrator yeah. who was she was she did a good job with what she had. Yeah, it was fine. It was... But I think the way that she swore and she did exclamations was sometimes a bit too pantomime. So I think some of our some of our annoyingness and that added comes from that. to my impression of this is a video game. Yeah, oh, that's true. Okay, here's the biggest issue with the writing. Mm. Scott Meyer does conversations like his web comic. Yeah, like he said, she said. Yeah, said he said something, something he said something, something he said. Besides, he said no. So here's the, the biggest issue: is every conversation in this book goes on twice as long as it needs to. For, well, let's say it goes on four times as long as it needs to. But again, if the conversation was as quarter of as long as it was, it wouldn't be funny and you wouldn't be able to establish a character with enough to be able to put the, the jokes in. Yeah. A lot of the jokes are based on word wordplay and there needs to sometimes be like a three sentence setup to the thing that's going on. Yes. You need to know the rhythms of it. So each individual conversation in its own right could be like, oh, this is a funny scene in a in a movie. Yeah, but it would. But a movie director or a scriptwriter would tighten the fuck up out of tight, all of those. Tight it. And I realized there yeah. was these words that the characters kept on using to join together multiple thoughts, which shouldn't be a single side, or, or a single moment or beat in a conversation. And the words okay. were anyway. So actually, and even if besides and besides was the one that kept on coming back like something 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 besides something 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 and i realized that i just kept all the characters kept on saying the words besides it's a sign of an author not knowing that a conversation should have an interjection at that point to break up those two thoughts yes and so instead of having an interjection or like separating those two thoughts out into something he just put the word anyway or so or actually and even if or besides you know all of these things kept on being taught and and the, the situation was always this Someone asks a question like, why are you driving so fast? This is just off the top of my head. Why are you driving? Or like, why are you driving? Let's just do it this way. Why are you driving so slow? Well, and I could say, I'm in a country that I don't, I don't know the roads to. I'm driving on the left-hand side of the road. Um, let's pick it one. And even if I did, I don't know this stretch of the road and my navigation is broken. Actually, it's raining at the moment and <laughs> that's making me want to drive slow. Besides, I only passed my driving test two weeks ago and I've still got the learner plates on the card. Anyway, I think I'm driving at a good speed, which is good for me. So I think I'm going to keep driving at this. Now, I am at the moment doing this over the top. Like, it's condensed. It's, but it's, No, it's not condensed. This is, this is what it felt like. Yeah. To be listening to this audiobook, because at every point, someone should reply with a very a single, very short sentence. Like, it would be like, what are you doing here? Oh, I live here. Oh, great. I didn't know you lived here. No, and it was It was never like that. It was never like two sides of the conversation. It's like, what are you doing here? I've got a really important job that I'm doing here. I work here. 
And besides, I live here. You know, it's like all the time there was like every single time when you, he was thinking, the, I could see the author's thought patterns. Yes. The author's thought pattern was like, I've got to give this information. Oh, what if the reader thinks of this other thing? I will just also have the person speaking in this, in this sentence say the words beside and address that point as well. Yes. And then, oh, what if the thing, author is thinking, like, what if the reader is thinking about this m- thing which could possibly bring, bring up a plot hole or something which isn't explained they'll say anyway something 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 and that would all be one bit of like single bit of dialogue a simple like bit of like monologue within a dialogue and a good author would go what's the most important thing that someone can say what are you doing here i work here and i live around the corner that's it it's not like i live here i'm here doing a very important job my boss sent me here to do this besides i live quite close anyway and that's what i'm doing here you know that's what it felt like now those allowed for comedy in the in the conversations, yeah, but all of it made it feel very, very long. Besides, some of the comedy didn't go land very well, and even if it did land very well, was it really worth it? Actually, I think it might have been worth it in some places, but not all of them. Anyway, I think that's my opinion of this. So let's move on to the next point. Yes, now I, I understand, and the issue with that is as well, um, y- you you have all these characters that. And even though they are presented as different, <laughs> different characters, like their their personalities appear to be different, yeah. But their kind of speak speech, speech patterns, pattern, yeah. Everybody they, was using the words besides, yes. And that is the kind of thing that an editor certainly should point out. Yes, like these are the kind of things that you It, look. You literally look through. But also, it's just not very well written. It's someone who writes a webcomic who is mostly based on himself and his and, own speech patterns. And, and that works com- when you comedy, see... Co- comedic satire. Yeah, look at this. You can just read it through. Today was my wedding anniversary. Oh, it's like, what did you get her? Nothing. So your gift to her is a reason to be angry at you. No, she already has more of those than she needs. That's fine. That's a perfectly good bit. Move on to the next topic of the conversation. Yeah. You don't need more than one back and forth. And if you do, each sentence has to be that way. But he can get away with it with a webcomic because literally there's speech bubbles. You don't have the yeah. he said, she and said, he is, said besides, yeah. he said. This is, again, why I think this is a video game because yeah. there you can do that you can have no, literally no, no you wouldn't oh you... no 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 in an adventure game you do have that because then oh you... yes you're right you do yeah. have you do the have different dialogue options so yeah. in, so what are you actually doing yeah i realize you're saying ask this person about this yeah. or this person asks you about that and you actually have four different dialogue options yeah. Yeah. and it's like and you might as well put anyway or so or besides those of them yeah. so it's sort of like what are you doing here i work here i was sent here as a job i live close by anyway i like the park and in this novel you would get all four of those dialogue uh, uh, and, uh, entries and you were just like, oh, uh, A, B, C, D, yeah, or like yeah, yeah. X, Y, Z, A, or whatever. And there's um, one point now for leading me from that yeah. point to, to another one, which is, of course, the title. Mm. The title uh, is a very big implication. It's called Grand Theft Astro. Yeah. And where we know this title from is, of course, 
Grand Theft Auto. Yes, but that isn't the like the the game isn't where the term comes from. The game comes from people stealing cars. It, the 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 legal term is Grand Theft Auto. Yes, like, I know. The technical but, legal but term. But also, it's a computer, it's a computer game. game. Yes, so yeah, it it really does feel like you're being presented in this book. You're being presented with every single dialogue tree at yeah. every point. Yeah, I hadn't really thought about that. Yes. that that's where it's doubled that's up. That's definitely how why this impression kept being stronger and stronger yeah. to me. Oh, we've talked about this book for 57 minutes. Okay, that's a good length, isn't it? Uh, yes. Uh, there's there's a few there are two more notes that I made. Yeah. Um, oh, what? Let us just click to this last note. One of the t- one of the places that I go to is there's some kind of what is it? Um, squidfish? No, what was it called? Rock? Rock? P- potato? Oh, potato? No, it's not potato, but yeah. something something. Spudfish or whatever P- it is. Potato fish. Potato? Not potato fish, but like something like. That. Anyway, it's a delicacy. It's a bit of a it's it's a, whatever the thing is, and it comes in shells. And they have a slogan about eating it you know eating these potato fish yes. called peel it off plunge it in suck it out and and it's it sounds disgusting but it sounds like a disgusting take on like we know how disgusting it is to eat oysters yeah. like this is escargot me, you're eating snails for me this was definitely like a mix between um eating a bavarian weisswurst yeah and and an oyster yeah like it's like you, you in the in the vice which is like this really pale kind of sausage yeah. thing and you you sizzle that's the you how suck you suck it out you of suck, it suck it out of its its a skin its, its skin thing yeah. so that's like uh, i just found it was really yeah like they tried very hard to make it sound yeah merchandisey like positive like hey this is a, a thing no, here it's, it's self-acknowledging that you're eating yeah. you eat you eat this food in a disgusting way you know yes. there's lots of merchandise or things that you could you do about that yeah. and then two characters are saying oh does this make you think of sex like is this a sex thing so they're like oh yeah it does and it's totally a sex thing it's all making jokes yeah. and then we actually had to pause the thing and we're like yeah. let's skip back 30 seconds what is it what peel it off plunge it in, suck it out. And we're like, what is the it? Like, what is the it in this situation that makes you think that it is sex? Like, plunge like, it in, suck it out? No, suck uh, we, it off. I, I think it oh. just comes down to we have never done sex correctly. Yeah, if if sex, if like the thing that this makes you think of, peel it off, plunge it in, suck it out, is sex and not eating oysters. What, what kind of like, sex are you having? It wasn't, but it's not just sex kind of, that. what kind of sex you're having, but like we were both like, oh, like suck it out. Is this like some kind of, Felching reference that know. you know that you peel it, peel it, peel, peel it off. No, peel it off peel it is off. you peel off your clothes, plunge it in. Okay, plunge uh, it in. But is it like don't, plunging? Let's just not I'm not even. I don't know. Like Juliana's going red over there and suck it out. And I'm like, suck what out of what? Like, why are you putting this imagery into my head about suck it out? Like, suck it off, suck it in, suck it. I don't know. But s- suck it, suck it out. Anyway. What what is the suck, it? Suck like the, peel it. it the, is the it different in each one of them? Peel it off, plunge it in, suck it out. What is, what is the it in each one of these things? If you clarify what the it is, I'll be like, okay, that's sex things. stuff. But you have to clarify well, the I, it the three it, times. Suck it out could be the semen. You no, no, suck don't, it. Again, but, you, but you don't peel the semen off and you don't plunge. The, like what is what is it? What is the it? Anyway, all of this we're like, is this sex stuff? And I put in foot and I all caps this. You know, I, I did. A an all caps thing here as well. The thing is, this conversation is happening between a brother and a sister. Now, this is <laughs> like w- banter, witty banter between friends. You're like, hey, like that's what she said. And you're like, yeah, that is what she said. Okay, that's one level. And then you can have like a discussion like we're having now, like among friends and SFBRP listeners like, okay, what is the it in all of this? Yeah. But do you want to have like 
which brother and sister brings that up? Like again, I'm not I saying no it's. I'm not saying it's. Weird, I don't have like, brothers and sisters, no, no. so I don't know. Either way, but it you, feels like weird. the like. I don't know, just like having sex talk within the family is just weird and uncomfortable. Like, it's like, it isn't a conversation that I would ever, like the conversation about like, all right, now, if whatever I, whatever I say to my sister, does this remind you of sex? Like, that is just not, (laughs) anyway, it's just a weird moment. So let's leave on that note. We've talked for one hour and one minute about a book, which to be honest, I had fun with. Fun with it. And I can see, I want to play this video game. Yeah. I want to put this out there. This was a video game. I want game. to play it. Or if it, like I say, if it was and a video game. And I want to feel really clever because yeah. I would then put on together the heist and I would do all the yeah. things because then I or would be you could, the oh, cat this burglar. Way, the way it actually works is that you discover how the, how the, the main character is supposed to do that. Like, yes. oh, we put the string but up I, there. But I, this then, is, yeah. I then discover that and oh, I that, feel that clever. Toy, that, toy, that kid's bike that was mentioned earlier, yeah, now, that, now, like, now I click, on, it. The, click yes. on the ride kid's bike button or whatever yes. it is. Or, you know, if it's in a tabletop. Sling it and swing it and whatever. If you're a rogue in a tabletop yeah. RPG, you're like, all right, it's Dungeons and Dragons, our way out of this. Are you going to, like, what are you going to do with this rope? And everyone's like, oh, groaning, rope work in Dungeons and Dragons. It always comes down to someone wanting to do something clever with rope. That's what this book is. Yes, this book is, totally... oh, we're going to do something clever with rope. Yes. Um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. Could have been, so make it a, been a good book. Isn't a good book. Oh, a game. This book that ended after four hours. But yeah, it just slowed down. Like at the end, like, oh, I mentioned before, the only time that we had any downtime when we're like, hey, let's get together and relax is that she meets back up with someone before and suddenly they're like, it's like the big reveal is like, oh, these turns out these two characters are gay. Isn't that funny? And I was like, yeah, I guess. But like, why is this major character development going on now in the last hour of the, like, why is it an mm. hour nine of a 10 hour mm-hmm. audiobook mm-hmm. Is this being revealed about the characters as some kind of, hey, twist ending, gay. And I'm like, great. But like, like, why is this the downtime? Shouldn't we have this getting to know the characters downtime at the, like yeah, halfway at the through the book? Yeah, we could have a already had that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I, did, I mean, I did. There were some bits where I thought some thoughts about some characters. Yeah. And, and it I, turns out we just never met them again and they were useless thoughts. No, no, no. These oh. thoughts led towards the end and they mm. were totally correct. I was assuming the correct things, but I wanted to see them happen. But in the end, when they did happen, they were unimpressive and were uninspiring. Just, were, it was just, it was just. Um, yeah, it's like, and now the reveal is yeah. uh, what you expected. And now the reveal of this character is, oh, it turns Again, out to be you, this person. Yeah. Oh, it's this thing. Like, oh yeah, it turns out when somebody is missing, and then there's somebody else whose whose uh, identity is mysterious. You're like, oh, okay. There's not many characters mm-hmm. been mentioned so far, and one of the main characters is missing, and then there's another main character who we don't know who they are, and that you know. It's like, it's just it's, logic. Uh, it's just, just like, like uh, our brain. This is again where I thought young adult. You yeah, know? It's, like it's who just not didn't challenging. see this? Literally, as it was coming up, and I was like, "And the person's going to have been in cold sleep this entire time." And then, like, let's go into this room. They're in this room. Oh, it's a cold sleep storage room. It's like, yes, it's a cold sleep storage room. Of course, they've been in cold sleep this entire time. You yeah. know. Anyway, we have been just wrapping it up. Though. Yeah, oh yeah, and now it up. we're just talking uh, about it again. Star rating from Juliana: one to five stars. Zero point five. You'd, oh, 0.5, you're going that long, that low. Maybe one. No, no, 0.5, because I'm going to give it a higher average than that. I'm going to give it... Uh, okay, one. One, one step, because I do... Nah, maybe... No, no, one, is it, go because for 0.5. There is, there, is, there is stuff I really enjoy about it, yeah, but yeah. not as the book. I'm going to give this I'm gonna give this book uh, two stars, because the first half I enjoyed. Yeah. 
like the the setup I enjoyed the a lot of the comedy I enjoyed but oh my goodness talk about a ski slope of disappointment which doesn't have like the upward jump at the end it just like, <laughs> like a ski slope which just goes all the way down <laughs> yeah and then oh no the balloon metaphor it's someone blowing just, up a balloon and you're like here it comes here it comes here it comes here it comes and they just hold the balloon for 75 percent of the book you're like what's gonna happen at the end and actually instead of popping it they go and then they stick a pin in it goes so that's the yeah, book. That's so the book. again, there was there was a lot. Okay. I enjoyed it a lot of the stuff. Okay, I do en- enjoy. Give it one star. One, one, one star. I'm gonna give okay, it two stars. One. We average it I out to one point five stars. One. Just so you know, three. and I said before, like, oh, I really enjoy this author. Off to be the wizard. I gave two stars. Scott Meyer, Grand Theft Ash- Grand Theft Astro. None of my friends have reviewed it because of course it only came out this month, you know. Yeah. And, and if the only reason I read this is because it was a free the, the price was correct. <laughs> the the order free audible book was Christ was prayer. This has got a three point five seven rating on Goodreads. Remember what I said? hundred and twenty ratings. Yeah. Remember what I said? The ratings of on Goodreads, one star is actually 3.5 and five stars is 4.5 so there's that there's that the range and this is coming in at 3.75 which is lower than any book that i would ever read you know like if someone said hey here's the book i'm recommending it to you know on the on the sfbrp uh, listener group on goodreads if someone says here's a book and i saw the book and it had a 3.75 rating no 3.57 rating Mm -hmm. on goodreads i wouldn't read it because i'd know oh it's not a good book Mm -hmm. it's not even like even the people who are fans of scott meyer and who like hey i'll take this free audible book because i'm already a fan of him i've already read his other books let's give it a go those are the people who i think would be giving the kindest reviews and if all of those people can only get together a 3.5 rating yeah um yeah, I'm going to give it... Uh, I, I'm saying this is actually quite a, a low, bo- a, a lower level book than I want. It, it, but good news, SFPRP fans, we're going to... Uh, the next episode, which we might record tomorrow if we've got some time, yeah, is so. we're going to talk about a book which I actually really liked and I gave four stars a few months ago, which was Piranesi yes. by whoever wrote Piranesi. Suzanne Clark. Susanna Clark. And Juliana also has read Piranesi. And yes. so we're going to have, we're going to do... A the, very different discussion about it. We're going to have it totally... Before The first episode was, <laughs> I read this book, really liked it, but, you know, had some issues with it, but it only brought it down from like a possible five-star book to a four-star book. In other words, Luke really likes this book. Four stars from Luke is really, really it, good. Very impressive, And I th- yes. said at the end... Uh, I don't think Juliana should read this book because I don't think she was going to enjoy it. And Juliana convinced herself that she was going to give it a go anyway. So because come it was back, available in, so, the, in the library. So app. come back next episode to see if Luke was right saying that Juliana shouldn't bother reading this book. Um, but also, I'm going to get into more details because this is the second review. We'll I'll talk a bit, more, a bit spoilers. more spoilers. Well, spoilers. I'll get into a bit more into the weeds about yes. the book and some more specific things that I enjoyed and some more, more specific things that, yeah. that I, I liked about it. So uh, come back next week for that. And the next book after that, is well um uh, inhibitor phase by alistair reynolds alistair reynolds got oh, a new got revelation a new space novel out <gasps> oh so and it's narrated by john lee and it's like, yeah, it's like i put that on last night and after this book i'm like holy shit good writing like setting up the book in a way that like i immediately understand the character the backstory it's just he's just sort of like all right this is a person who is in charge of this thing and he made a bad mistake and now to atone this bad mistake he is deciding to go on this very deadly mission to save the whole thing you know and you're mm-hmm. like 
and he literally says it in that amount of time and I'm like oh great oh and he says and he's got a girlfriend and his girlfriend has got a you know a, a child from previously so you know he's got a stepdaughter at home but he's going away because he thinks it's more important for him as a like a failed leader or a disgraced leader to say no as my act to kind of atone for this take the responsibility and, and I'm just like and, holy yeah. shit he's now on this mission and I'm like literally it means a lot. three and a half minutes into this audiobook and I'm with this guy and I'm like right that's all you need to do and you don't even need to do anything more you know like uh, no. oh, there's a little dream sequence and I'm always yeah, like but- oh, don't start off with a dream sequence but anyway starts off with a dream sequence and then that motivation I'm like great and I don't even care about how good the rest <laughs> of this book is talk about a palate cleanser of good writing just from someone who was like a well I mean and, you know and, and Lucas, like writing. Three, minute, three minutes into the book anyway yeah, we, he's, we he's will been talk writing about- Revelation space books for 25 years we will now. talk okay, about this in, in, a, uh, in two episodes or something yeah in a few episodes yeah. alright that's it from us you can oh yeah mm-hmm. check out um, uh, the SFBRP listener group on Goodreads become my friend on Goodreads yes. that's also fun check out my Instagram and you can see all of our honeymoon and, and our UK trip I mean it's lots of selfies with family members and lots, lots of photos of, of nature and, and, yeah, and trees cycling and, and us mountain biking eating yeah eating food <laughs> going on to having three no having four separate birthday meals two out in a restaurant <laughs> and one with family where I get birthday cake and then another one with friends of the family where they bring me another, another birthday, birthday two carrot cakes so yes. anyway check me out on Instagram Luke Burge there and you can check out the stories I've made two highlights if you go over to my profile page you can check out our uh, check out 100, 100 pictures 150 pictures um, in fast succession on the story highlights yeah. under there as well yeah. uh, same with Juliana J-U-K-U Berlin yeah. on Instagram and Twitter uh, email me Luke at juggler.net if you've got any feedback and if you want to wish me happy birthday not in 20, 2021 but in the future if you've listened to episode what is this 464 uh, yes. between, between the 21st, the 21st and 26th of August, August in any, any year from year. now yes. uh, yeah. and say happy two birthdays that's, mm-hmm. that's the key thing happy two birthdays mm-hmm. and I'll put this in the folder with the with the other people who wish me happy birthday and who've listened to episode 66 and said hey episode 66 yes alright that's it All right. thanks a lot for listening and we'll catch you next time goodbye <laughs>